Hi, it's 8 o'clock. It's Sunday, April 3rd. This is show 27. This is Transmit, and here we go. Welcome. You've made it back to show 27, or you've made it to show 27, or you've made it back to the show transmit. However you want to look at it, you've made it to the show transmit. I am your host, Gummo. This is the show we call Transmit, and this is Life to a Hacker's Perspective. Uh, we wanted to welcome everyone back to the show. Uh, it's been quite quite a, uh, quite a an interesting week the past week, of course. Uh, we uh, were able to... How do I put this? Before we get to the news, let's talk about show 26. Uh, last week we aired show 26. Of course, we have our radio partners in Europe, and uh, we were able to get the show off the ground and get it out the door, blah, blah, blah. But somehow we lost some of the uh, key uh, elements of the show. Don't ask. Don't tell. I won't tell. I certainly don't want anybody to ask, but... Uh, we're going to chalk show twenty six, show number twenty six up as the lost episode. We're working to get it uh, back on track, and blah blah blah. But uh, nevertheless, we're working on getting that uh, getting that posted out to you, our listeners. Uh, so here we are. We've arrived at show number 27 and it's, uh, you know, I would say it's good to be back, but yeah, it's good to be back. You know, I promised on show 25 that would be back. I did come back, but we couldn't get the show posted. Uh, if you were uh, listening to radio 24 in Europe, you would have, you would have caught the show. So maybe that's what we should suggest that you tune into Radio 24 on Sunday nights at eight o'clock central time. And you can catch, catch this thing going off live. If you can't, of course, 99.9% of you check the show out uh, in a podcast status, and that's that's just fine with me. I don't care. Uh, but here, here we are. We're uh, we're we're here on show 27, and it, here we are uh, coming to you live from the Aon Center downtown Chicago uh, in the famous Loop. That's where we are on the 71st floor, overlooking uh, Grand Park. With a south southerly view uh many interesting things have been going on the weather you know i always kick off these things uh these uh shows with the weather and how things are going here in uh beautiful chicago and it's actually been uh it's actually been quite a, a nice rather uh doable day uh 70 degrees here in chicago normally <laughs> Had to lean to the right or the left here. 
Uh, normally, uh, it is uh, rather, you know, it, I don't know. April, April is kind of uh, up in the air when it comes to uh, weather here in Chicago. Normally, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm stuttering. Normally, you have to be sort of like a uh, shade tree meteorologist to live here in Chicago because you really have to pay attention to what's going on with the weather, uh, and me being no exception, uh, especially with all the travel I'm doing. But uh, quite an exceptionally uh, nice day uh, versus yesterday. Now, yesterday was quite a, yesterday was a very strange day. Uh, we would it would. I've never seen a day like that uh, in Chicago. Uh, we would have uh, intermittent uh, periods of uh, sunshine, and then uh, no less than five minutes later, it would snow. And then it would snow heavily for five, ten minutes maybe. Uh, and then the sun would come out and melt the snow, and then it would repeat itself over and over again throughout the day. Uh of course, I took advantage of the day yesterday and actually turned off every device that I owned and slept. <laughs> Boy, did I need it. Uh, so I woke up uh, throughout uh, sporadic uh, periods of the day, looked out the window, grumbled a little bit in my PJs and uh, haphazardly made it back to uh, my sleeping quarters and uh, just more or less chalked the day up. And again, you know, it, it felt good to get some serious uh, rest. Uh, what's been going on? Uh, every, everything's been going on. Uh, we've got here in the studio tonight uh, about four guests. They wish to remain anonymous. And of course, we're going to keep them anonymous. We have Crash behind the board. What's going on, Crash? Uh, and of course we have our, uh, we have our friends on remote, but, uh, we, right now remote is kind of like a thing that I've put on pause right now. Uh, I've been following some of the suggestions that we've been getting and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to follow some of those suggestions. Uh, ice is still out there in Neverland. We're going to get him back here soon. We'll get brother back on the, back on the, uh, board and, uh, Jay's out there somewhere. We'll get uh, Jay back here as well. But for now, right now, uh, there's a lot going on in the world, and I want to make sure that I'm on top of it. It's sort of like a uh, spinning top. I want to make sure that uh, it doesn't wobble. Show 27, here we are. Uh, <sighs> you know, the rest of the world, it seems, or the rest of the country, rather, seems to be enjoying... Uh, spring-like temperatures but uh it, it, it's not happening here in chicago tomorrow's supposed to be uh 40 degrees of raining or snowing or both but enough of that that's not why you tune into this is it no that's not why i want you tuning into this either it's been a ton of things going on lately uh, you know for the past few shows though i've been uh talking about some pretty interesting gadgets and I'm not sure if I have enough time to talk about gadgets tonight I do want to cover the news we do have our uh, mascot in the studio tonight bandit the cat from hell usually he's meowing I don't know if he's gonna meow tonight <laughs> uh, 
little car company out there called Tesla. Have you heard of them? They sell electric cars. Uh, Tesla is an American-made electric car. Uh, and it seems to be a highly popular brand. Uh, at first, they uh, produced the Tesla Roadster. And then the um, Model S. And then the, the Model X. And then Friday, uh, the car company announced the Model 3, which uh, they claim to be the car for the masses. A $30,000 all-electric zero-emissions car that so far has scored uh, close to $10 billion in preambled sales, pre-sales. <laughs> Seems to be... Uh, seems to be the iPhone of cars. I was actually looking at the unveiling uh, from last week and it seems to be quite a uh, interesting car. Wow. If you haven't uh, taken a look at these things, maybe you should. There's a reason that there's uh, thousands of people in line at Tesla dealerships around the country here in the United States. Uh, the inside of this car looks absolutely uh, terrific and the, um, you know, the outside of the car, of course, looks like a mini shrunken Porsche Boxster from the late 90s. Uh, but uh, the range of the car seems to be about 200 and some, something plus miles. Uh, very minimalistic interior. I guess that's what I like about it. With wood <laughs> With what seems to be a huge-ass iPad. Oop, I cursed. Uh, what seems to be a very large display in the center of the uh, dash. It's the Model 3 from Tesla. Uh, sales seem to be... Pre-sales, rather. Seem to be uh, rather interesting. Uh, a lot of... A lot of, uh, a lot of people are... And have been standing in line to uh, pre-order these things. Interesting. Uh, it's the Model 3. Hmm. I don't know. Take a look at it. What are your thoughts? Let me know on Twitter. Or just tweet about it. Who knows? Uh, so yeah, it, it seems to be a hit with the masses. And uh, as the company has promised, it seems it, it, they, they promised that this car is the first affordable electric vehicle for the masses. And with zero emissions, hey, they're definitely onto something. I couldn't agree more. Uh, you know, I, re I remember the gas crunch. Not the, do you want to do we want to call it a crunch? But I remember when gas prices hit $6.50 a gallon uh, here in Chicago back in 2008. And oh my goodness. That was rough. That was really rough. So I'm all for not paying uh, or stopping at get paying for gas or stopping at a gas pump. Uh, anything to help the environment, I'm, I'm totally down with. And uh, this car, zero emissions, I mean... Does it get any better than that? It seems that the other car makers are scrambling to catch up to Tesla at this point. GM, Ford, Chrysler, 
Mercedes, BMW, all of the big boys and girls, I'm not leaving you out, seem to be uh, or seem to have been caught off guard by this uh, recent unveiling. Tesla Model 3. Hmm. Let you make your own opinion of that. Um, other things in the news that have been cycling around. So I've been saying cycling a lot lately, and I know a few of my colleagues listen to the podcast here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I picked that up, but I've been saying cycling around lately. Of course, uh, Apple is always or seems to be always in the news and has been since 2007 when they unveiled the first iPhone. Uh, of course, uh, of course, recently there, uh, were a lot, there was a, uh, huge, um, I don't know, uh, there was a huge, uh, back and forth squabble between Apple and the Department of Justice, AKA FBI, where, uh, the FBI had asked Apple to create an inferred operating system to access iPhones that were locked. Uh, but that wasn't the case. Uh, Apple said that no, they would not help. And so with the added publicity of the lawsuit that the DOJ brought against Apple, more or less compelling Apple to unlock an iPhone, uh, the media attention attracted uh, attention of uh, entities that actually had the capability to unlock a locked iPhone and so uh, this entity was actually able to assist the FBI in uh, unlocking the iPhone and so now uh, it, it as soon as that was announced as soon as the technology was available to the FBI. Uh, the FBI has been, of course, they dropped a lawsuit. I don't know if I spoke about this on the, the, the show 26 or 25, but uh, basically the lawsuit has been dropped against Apple, more or less compelling Apple to you know, unlock the iPhone that they had uh, a, a particular interest in. Uh, and now this third party who has the technical capabilities to unlock an iPhone has seemed to uh, more or less license the technology to uh, DOJ, FBI, who knows. But the FBI recently sent out a letter to all law enforcement agencies saying that uh, if you have an iPhone or anything with an iOS device that they will gladly assist in unlocking it. Now, I don't know what sort of precedence that sets, but... Uh, if you thought that your iOS device was secure, well, think again. And you should know this. If you're listening to this podcast, you should definitely know that uh, you should not trust all of your data to a pocket device. Apple still does not know how the FBI uh, was able to compromise the iPhone. Uh, the government said it was able to break into any iPhone used by a... What is this? The, the Department of Justice announcement that was dropping a legal fight to compel Apple to help it access the iPhone. 
also took away the legal obvious avenues that Apple might have used to learn how the FBI did it. Uh, so now uh, the roles seem to be reversed. Apple wants to know how the FBI was able to unlock an iPhone. It's going to be interesting. Um, this past Friday, Apple turned 40. Like that was news, right? But they did. Uh, you know, App Apple is uh, Apple is in the middle of what seems to be a renaissance. A lot of people are saying that their best years are behind them, but I don't know. When Steve Jobs passed away, there was there was a lot of uh, new and interesting products in the pipeline. And that's coming from uh, Steve Jobs before he passed in 2011. Uh, Apple was founded 40 years ago, last Friday in 1976, in a garage in Silicon Valley by Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. The company now boasts more than 1 billion Apple devices, iPods, iPhones, iPads, Macs, and Apple Watches are in regular use around the world. According to Apple, the products are widely admired and imitated. But the main meat and potatoes of Apple still is its iPhone. Microsoft has always been an, uh, a rival of Apple. Always. I, uh, I actually uh, had the opportunity to read the, uh, the biography of Steve Jobs uh, right after he passed away. Interesting, very interesting book by uh, Walter Isaacson. And the book uh, told how uh, Bill Gates would come by Steve Jobs' house and just simply uh, open the gate and walk to the back back of the house to where Steve's den was, and they'd hang out, talk shop, stuff like that. Good luck to Apple. I really like uh, I really like some of the things they make. Not all of them. I'm really not a fan of the iWatch. What is that? What 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 is the iWatch? I don't know. I know what it is. I would, I'm just being sarcastic. It, it it's cool, but I just can't walk around with a Apple thing on my wrist. Of course, I did order a wristwatch cell phone from China for $58 and it still has yet to arrive. I wonder if it got held up at customs. Hmm. The uh, jumping back, jumping, I'm crisscrossing stories here, jumping back to the Tesla Model 3. They say it's a wake up call for the auto industry. Hmm. With such things as supercharging and autopilot features coming as standard for $30, $35,000. Seems that no automaker has been able to catch up to it. I wonder if there were asleep, other automakers were asleep at the wheel. <laughs> no pun intended. Sorry. 
taking a slight crack at it. Okay, you get it. It really looks cool though. Uh, if you go to YouTube and look at the unveiling, uh, the unveiling, and then look at some of the uh, first drives, you will be, uh, I don't know, I liked it. The only thing I was waiting for was Simon Phoenix to come running around, come running outside of the car and say, hey, give me my car back. But <laughs> the Model 3 from Tesla is certainly an interesting uh, car. I think it's going to uh, certainly wake up a lot of people in other automotive segments. Is it going to wake you up? Not to be outdone. The Oculus Rift is here, and uh, it seems that virtual reality has finally found its way to the masses. Now, before you get all excited about the Oculus Rift, there are a lot of things that you should know. I have not ordered one, though. No. First of all, no. <laughs> what of my uh, guests tonight are... But uh, I have been able to do a lot of... Uh, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen a lot of what this thing is capable of doing. And it's true VR. True VR for you. If that's your thing. I don't know. I'm waiting for HoloLens. I'm a, a, uh, I got my development kit. And I've plunked down the uh, $3,500 for my uh, HoloLens developer set. So here I, here I am continuing to wait for HoloLens. Why Oculus is off the ground in shipping. Now, this thing, <laughs> you know, HoloLens is kind of sexy looking compared to the Oculus Rift. The Oculus Rift is a, um, it really looks like, it, I don't know. This thing looks like a toaster on your face. It really does. It looks, it looks absolutely, uh, it looks absolutely ridiculous. It really does. I don't know if I will ever wear something like that. I mean, not to mention the fact that uh, if one of your friends or family or someone takes a picture of you wearing this thing, uh, you're, you will be uh, Oculus shamed. <laughs> Uh, Oculus was purchased by Facebook, the guy who owns Facebook. Anybody know who that is? Uh, the device, which is available for order through Oculus's website, costs five, uh, 600, excuse me, $600. And it comes with everything you need to experience the world of virtual reality. Uh, minus one thing, uh, minus one detail, you need a very extremely powerful PC to connect this to versus the HoloLens where it's a self-contained uh, PC inside of the uh, goggles. Uh, a few of the early reviews say that the handset has uh, lived up to its reputation, but there are, there are you know, with any new technology, there are uh, drawbacks such as uh, <laughs> people falling over things. It's advised that you sit down with the, the, with the Oculus VR goggles. There also seem yeah there also seems to be a level of eye strain red eye 
there are some reports that uh, these things do not fit well over uh, glasses. And I've, I've read some reports that some people have actually went and, and changed their glasses out for contact lenses just so they could fit into the Oculus. 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 Uh, you know, if you don't have a PC and you're dropping $600 on this thing, uh, you should really understand that you need a, a PC capable of uh, handling the Oculus. Uh, I don't know the exact specifications on what type of PC you need. I know it needs to be uh, pretty powerful. There, uh, if you go to the Oculus website, I think it will lay out the specifications on uh, <laughs> what you need to uh, go go total VR. <laughs> Is this a real story? Am I really reading this? Uh, so check it out, Oculus Rift. You should. Um, you should really check that out. I don't know. I'm not getting one. I'm really not getting one. Uh, one of my colleagues has an Oculus headset. He was uh, showing me the technologies. Like, hey, you know, come on, why don't you put this on? I know. <laughs> put my hand out. You know, like, no, I'm not wearing that. Even though, you know, even though the geek inside of me really wanted to try it out and, and go for a spin, I... Uh, I'm not putting that on. You're not taking a picture of me wearing an Oculus headset. I'll take a selfie of me when I get my HoloLens. Now, see, HoloLens just looks pretty cool. I'm going to spray paint my HoloLens when I get it, too. Except the lens. <laughs> that way it'll be customized. It'll be gummomized. Gummoized. In other news, Domino's Pizza Delivery... Is this shit for real? In other news, Domino's, put, Domino's has a pizza delivery robot, and it's claiming that it's hot, fresh, and autonomous. Uh, oh, my God. The company's Australian arm announced plans to deploy a Domino robot unit, the D... The DRU, essentially an autonomous vehicle, <laughs> the DRU can uh, follow a map, navigate sidewalks, avoid obstacles, and keep... <laughs> I'm having a real tough time keeping a straight face. And keep your pizza hot and fresh while delivering... <laughs> delivering it to, to your front door. Uh, it will also bring, <laughs> it will also deliver ice cold beverages as well. So <laughs> if, you, if you really need some Domino's and you need it now, the DRU will bring it to you as quickly as possible. Uh, there's actually a video on YouTube, uh, entered. <laughs> introducing the DRU <laughs> looks, looks like a Tron video uh, the, 
The DR... The... the, the <laughs> shit. Uh, DRU was built for Domino's by Australian defense robot company Marathon, Marathon Robotics, a firm which up until now has primarily, primarily built autonomous moving targets for defense and law enforcement to use in target practice. <laughs> so if customers start shooting at DRUs, it's probably prepared. That's a good point to make. I don't know how it would handle... And there's photos all over the web. Naturally. Of the DRU. There's also a video on YouTube. <laughs> when you have to... When you... <laughs> When you gotta have it fast, huh? <laughs> the DRU. I'm really trying to keep my composure. I don't know if Crash puts these stories in front of me just to make me laugh or what. But uh, yeah, so that's that. That's pretty much the news. Uh, there's one more. There's one more bit of news. You know, uh, there's actually one bit of news and then there's going to be the uh, object of my discussion for the evening. And goodness gracious, timing is, time is blasting away. The, uh, the, most of you guys and gals out there are familiar with Google dorking. If you're not, you should stop, the, you should stop right here. Just hit pause, stop. Go to Google, look at that, because that's where you're going to go. And Google, Google dorking. But most of you already know who, who uh, created, or who discovered and published uh, some of the first entries on Google dorking. It's very, you know, Google is a, you know, besides Googling dumb stuff, Google is a very powerful resource. Uh, it's a great way to enumerate a target if that's what you so choose to be enumerating uh, your target being a network or a website or both or someone or both or all three uh, and the ser searching Google with specific parameters and key indexes provide you with a powerful tool in, in some instances, Google dorking can be used in nefarious ways. And in one instance, which was most recently discussed through, I don't know, someone, someone at the DOJ or the, some Washington firm or entity, they're crying foul ball because pe uh, people are able to Google dork specific things. Most specifically, the uh, Iranian hackers or cyber criminals is what I'll call them. Uh, they were, uh, they, in some of the interrogations, I shouldn't be laughing at that, but uh, some of the interrogations, uh, they have admitted Google dorking as their primary source of information and enumerating their targets. Uh, you know, banks firms, hospitals, and a dam, you know, one of those things that hold back water. Uh, they, they seem to have, they seem to have, uh, Google dorked enough information to attack a dam somewhere in New York. And fortunately the dam was offline when they went to attack the dam 
thus potentially saving countless lives and aggravation along the way. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is that uh, Google it not only is a great uh, asset, it can also be uh, a great tool. What am I saying? Google is a great Google. You know, most of you know that I really don't care too. For, I'm not too fond of Google, but uh, in certain instances, Google can be quite useful in achieving your goal. You'd be surprised what's out, what Google actually indexes. You would be literally surprised once you key in the correct parameters for uh, Google to search. The plus sign really works wonders when in a Google search, and so do commas when Google dorking. You, you should try it. There are a lot of resources out there for Google dorking. All you have to do is just, <laughs> all you have to do is Google it. I'm sure you will. Interesting. Interesting how technology has changed our lives. Some for the good, some for the not so good. Uh, it's led a few people down the right path. It's led a few people down the wrong path. Uh, it, it, it's totally up to you what path you choose to uh, go down. Be careful what you dork. And last but not least, I don't know. Do I even want to? I guess I will. You know, over the past uh, 10 years, we've had a lot of uh, information leaks. We've had uh, WikiLeaks. We've had the Edward Snowden thing. We've had the, you know, we've had leak after leak and whistleblower after whistleblower. We've had them all. Uh, but today, there seems to be the leak of all leaks. This is this seems to be at this point the mother of all leaks. The Panama Papers. Hmm. I just discovered this uh, as well today. Uh, it is uh, wow. It is a treasure trove of information. Where do I even begin? Uh, I guess what I'm going to do is quote the newspaper who actually broke uh, this. And I'm going to quote the newspaper. Uh, over a year ago, an anonymous source contacted us and submitted encrypted internal documents from Mossack Fonseca, a Panamanian law firm that sells anonymous offshore companies around the world. Uh, Mossack Mos, Fonseca actually uh, creates and sells offshore wealth management and handles it in various different ways. Basically, what they do is they create shell companies that enable their owners to cover up their business dealings. Pretty much. Uh, in the months that followed, the number of documents uh continued to grow uh and the, the newspaper acquired about 2.6 terabytes of data making the leak the biggest that journalists have ever worked with 
The source, the source wanted neither financial compensation nor anything else in return, apart from a few security measures. Hmm. The data provided rare insights into a world that only exists in the shadows. It proves how a global industry led by major banks, legal firms, and asset management companies secretly manages the estates of the world's rich and famous and elite. From politicians, FIFA officials, fraudsters, drug smugglers, celebrities, professional athletes, and so on. Uh, this is huge. This, this is a... Uh, this is really, really a huge leak. Uh, the Panama Papers include approximately 11.5 million documents, more than the combined total of the WikiLeaks, Cablegate, Offshore Leaks, Lux Leaks, and Swiss Leaks combined, of course. The data primarily comprises emails, PDF files, photo files, and excerpts. Oh, uh, photo files. Photo files meaning uh, identification, passports, driver's license, all of that from the world's elite. It covers a period spanning from the 1970s to the spring of 2016. Moreover, the journalists cross-checked a large number of documents, including passport copies, blah, blah, blah. About two years ago, a whistleblower had already sold internal Mossack Fonseca data to the German authorities. But the data set was much older and smaller in scope while it had addressed a few hundred offshore companies. The Panama Papers provide data on some 214,000 companies. In the wake of the data purchase last, last year, investigators searched the homes and offices of about 100 people. The leaked data is structured and searchable at this point, but there's still there still are about 700 gigabytes of data that have yet to be uh, uploaded for the world to see. Uh, from what I can tell, this uh, again, this is a uh, this is pretty big stuff. Uh, there seems to be ties to every sort of uh, rich and elite person out there. I said almost, not everyone. Who is Monsac Fonseca? It's a Panamanian-based law firm whose services include incorporating companies in offshore jurisdictions such as the British Virgin Islands. It administrates offshore firms for a yearly fee. They're based in Panama. They also set up uh, shell companies all over the world in Switzerland, Cyprus, British Virgin Islands. Blah, blah, blah. Anywhere you can get away with tax crimes. Not all people that use this service are crooks. That's one thing that uh, I, I need to make uh, perfectly clear. But there are a lot of crooks in this. The uh, firm uh, will not discuss any of this. And uh, there is, by tomorrow, or by the time this uh, show is posted to the public, it's probably going to be everywhere. And I mean everywhere. They say that it's tied to Putin. 
and celebrities and criminals and everybody else in between. Huge, 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 huge. They say uh, the uh, the leak exposes records of uh, a, a, just a global glut of crime and corruption. And again, you know, um, they say Vladimir Putin's wrapped up in this with about $2 billion. And exposes uh, all kinds of stuff. Even the king of Saudi Arabia. Am I right to say that? Hmm. Interesting. You know, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of companies, a lot of the world's wealthy and elite have always and will continue to uh, always um, do what they can to hide their assets. You know, you, there are ways to hide assets, but, you know, <laughs> using a third party isn't a way to do it. If you're going to hide your assets, well, you remember what your mom or whoever you used to like told you what to do if you didn't like it? Do it yourself. I may be wrong for telling you how to hide your assets, but, you know, think about it. You know, people say common sense is, is the, uh, common sense is the holder of all things ubiquitous, ubiquitous. That, that means, uh, that means if you just sit back and think about what you can put your money into, you can, uh, I don't know why you would avoid your taxes. I pay my taxes. Hopefully you are. I don't like paying taxes, but that's something that I have to do. <laughs> it sucks. And so, you know, the war, th this, this goes to show that, or expose rather, a lot of uh, shady entities and people. And uh, I don't know. I, should it, I don't know if this should have been published or not. I, I don't know. But nevertheless, it's out there, and a lot of people are going to have a lot to answer for. And Putin's name keeps getting brought up in this. I don't know why. <laughs> and he one of the good guys? No, I'm just kidding. Maybe. Or am I? But nevertheless, there seems to be a lot of heads of state and former heads of state that are wrapped up in this uh, leak. I'm sure it's not a good day for them. Maybe we should go back to talking about the weather. <laughs> Being a smart ass today. I don't know. We a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on with it, and I don't know. Uh, you can form your own opinion. I'm not forming my opinion. I'm just bringing you the details or the general generalization of what's going on. And that seems to be the meat and potatoes of what's going on and what's going to be going on for quite a while. I don't know. Is it, is it politically motivated? I don't know. I was I was searching through a little bit of it today, and uh, what I found interesting is that there's no one in the United States. There's not even a United States link to be searched through. Maybe that's because the U.S. portion hasn't made it hasn't made it to uh, be searchable yet, or I don't know. That's going to be an inter interesting interesting thing to see who in the United States is on that. Hmm. 
Very interesting. Definitely not a good day for many, many people around the world who uh, are in the elite circles, the cocktail circuit. And again, this, uh, this cache of uh, documents stretches from the 70s to 2016. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. I don't know. Should we keep going or, or are we almost out of time? Uh, maybe we have, maybe we have uh, time for one more story or one more update. Do we want to call these stories or updates? I don't know. Okay, well, whatever. Toshiba has volunteered. <laughs> Toshiba has issued a voluntary recall on potentially hazardous battery packs installed in 39 of its laptops. According to the company, the battery packs manufactured by Panasonic can overheat and possibly burn and cause a fire hazard. The recall includes models from from Toshiba's mini notebook, Portage Satellite, Satellite Pro, and Tecra lines of PCs. Any laptop purchased between 2011 and 2016 could be affected. So, if you have a Toshiba laptop, maybe you should make sure that you uh, are not affected. Blackberry's still around. Do you guys remember Blackberry? They made phones. They're not doing so well, but they're still around. They're hanging on. They're hanging in there. Hmm. I remember when I came to Chicago, uh, I had this, uh, I was carrying a Motorola Razor back then. And uh, I got into a uh, verbal disagreement, I would say, with uh, a system, men back then. And I swear, he, he was like, man, Blackberry is the way to go, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, you, you're, you're, carrying an, uh, you're carrying around a phone that's going to be out of date. Not saying that I was calling, you know, being Mr. Futuristic, I'm good, I know what's going on. But I, I just, you could, see, you could see the writing on the wall. Coming uh, from Apple. And now BlackBerry, I believe, posted a loss. Of, I think they posted a loss of uh, close to $3 billion. Keep an eye out for HoloLens. I know Oculus Rift just dropped, but keep an eye out for HoloLens. You know, I, I maybe I sound like some sort of uh, product preacher for the technology, but I think AR will is certainly beat out VR hands down. I mean, who in the hell wants a toaster strapped to their forehead? I don't. I want. I really want something that looks cool. Not, yeah, I want it to look cool and I want it to be cool. Not to be outdone by HoloLens, Magic Leap, magicleap.com. Check them out. Alphabet, Google's parent company, purchased Magic Leap. And this is a Florida-based company. 
that promises AR to a whole new level. Check them out. Check out the video on magicleap.com. Check that out. Check the whale coming out of a gymnasium floor. I love the kids' reaction. They're like, wow. Yeah, I talk about products tonight, but we really don't have time. I want to catch up with the news. And again, folks, uh, show 26 is what we are going to call the lost episode. We'll have it up for download. I just don't know when. Am I still chipper? You better believe it. Spring is in the air. Should make everyone chipper. Should make everyone happy that's, that winter is finally over. And I go on vacation in a few weeks. <laughs> and there will, hey, come here, buddy. And there will not be uh, any transmit. Maybe I'll pre record a couple episodes. I don't know. But for now, uh, that's what's going on in, in the world. I certainly appreciate your feedback. I really do. Oh, uh, I had a bunch of, <laughs> I had a, I had a bunch of fun uh, on April Fool's Day. Uh, speaking of April, I had a bunch of fun on April Fool's Day posting a bunch of sarcastic uh, tweets. I really had a, I had a blast with that. That was fun. Those who know me know that I have a warped sense of humor, and I, I kind of let that out a little bit on April Fool's Day. If you go to my Twitter account, Gummo XXX. You'll see I kind of let loose a little bit. Uh, and, but April Fool's did not work out quite well for uh, Google, who um, posted a... Uh, well, just look it up on the net. You'll see what I'm talking about. Google didn't do so well with April Fool's Day this year. Normally, they have some funny things. Normally, I don't even like to talk about Google, but that's three or four times in this uh, show that I've talked about Google. I wanted to thank Apple and Stone at appleandstone.com for the great music. Check those guys out. They're amazing musicians. Uh, I, I, do, uh, I do read your, your feedback, your emails. You can email me. You can try to at least. Why do I say try to? Well, I'm not going to get into that tonight. Email. You can try to email me at gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers. You know how to spell that. Dot XXX. Or you can just come and ping me on Twitter. I really don't like it when you DM me, but if you, you feel the if you feel the urge or you feel the, 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 compulsion, the compulsion to DM me on Twitter, you can do that. Twitter.com forward slash gummo G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. That's where I'm at. Uh, I do, as I mentioned uh, just a few moments ago, I have a vacation coming up. Where is my vacation? So you will get... You'll get one or two more shows. You'll get two more. Let's see. One, two. Oh, okay. So I'll do two more shows before I head off to vacation. Uh, what is that? The 23rd, 4th, 5th. The 25th, I will not be doing a show. Or possibly the week afterwards as well. I'm not going to do a show either. Just because I don't want to do it after I get back from vacation. <laughs> I may do it. Who knows? 
anyhow, that's how you get a hold of me. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to Apple and Stone. Thanks to uh, all all of you, my listeners. I do read your feedback. Please, uh, if you have feedback, provide it to me. Think about DMing me. Uh, and thanks to everyone else that I don't mention. You certainly are appreciated. And uh, we will look for you guys next week on uh, show 27. And again, try to get out there. Get some wind on your face. Get the sun on your face. I know a few of you have taken my advice and got out there by the pool this week. End. Can't get out by any pools where I'm at. Unless it's indoors. But nevertheless, I'll be by one or the beach in a couple weeks. Anyhow, that's enough of me ranting. That's the news. That's how we're <laughs> that's how we're gonna bring it to you. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week for show number twenty-seven. This is Gummo, and that is it. I'm out.